All right, everybody, welcome back. It is one week later. Uh, we had a Thanksgiving. It was phenomenal. We were there at the Bugs Mahal Mansion. And, uh, you know, uh, these guys uh, that were with us last week uh, just really blew our mind. We had so much feedback uh, in Instagram and, and, and Facebook from what they uh, were saying. And, uh, and so much so that we all came together again uh, right back here at the Bugs Mahal. We, we don't care. We travel. We, we just we love to see each other. Uh, and that's what freedom looks like. All day long. You know, and, and the most expensive part of this trip was for Pastor Murray. I just got to tell you, <laughs> it was so expensive. Him, he had to turn around and come right back. Uh, but me and uh, Mr. Bugs, well, he woke up out of his uh, bedroom that's the size of somebody's house. I came from the house and, uh, and we came back together. Uh, but uh, so, so I've just got a couple more questions because I thought it was uh, good enough for us to spend a little money to come back together so that people could spend a little time with us and perhaps make millions of dollars or, mm -hmm. or uh, if not money, if it's, if it's not money, uh, just achieve their dreams or to have enough freedom to, to go out to eat with their, their family on a Wednesday night and not have to worry about getting up Thursday morning. Uh, you guys have been both successful. Can I ask you a question? What keeps you up at night? Um, when you say what keeps me up at night now, uh, there, there's always a couple things that keep me up. Sometimes it's, it's, it's my wife because uh, if she can't sleep, she's not going to let me sleep. So, <laughs> you know, we got a rule in the house. She's got to go to bed before I do. But, uh, but no, you know, in, in terms of uh, what keeps me up, it, it's, it's always a couple things. I want to be transparent with people. Number one, it's going to be always my fears and my desires. And mm -hmm. most people are afraid to talk about what they're afraid of. And I got to be candid with you. Some, you know, when, when you do grow something and you grow something to a large, large, large scale and, uh, and, and it's global, uh, if you're not afraid, you will lose it. Mm -hmm. And it's the fears that you have that allows you to stay alert. See, when my dog wakes up and, and, and he's got a lot of courage, but he's also afraid. And he's afraid of an intruder. And so what happens is his fear allows him to listen to anybody that can possibly come and harm this home. And so he can hear things that I can't hear, and it's his fear sensors. And so when you've got something that's very large, what I notice is that most people want it, and they want it without the price that you paid to get it. And so uh, it, it does, it keeps you up. I mean, I have situations all over, all over the world in different languages and different cultures that take place and I've gotta be alert. And so sometimes those things keep me up. I don't sleep at night. That's why I tell people, everybody say, I wanna be number one, or I wanna be at the top, I wanna have this life. Well, no, they want the the the, the they want all the 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 the, the, the you know the ornaments and the tangible mm -hmm. things, but not necessarily the responsibility. They think that we just go to bed at night and everything is one hundred percent peaceful. No, the bigger you go, the bigger your fears and the bigger your alerts are gonna be. So fear keeps me up. The second thing that keeps me up is my desires my desire for wanting more and I know as I go out and get more my fears are going to be bigger as well and so uh, do I sleep well I sleep absolutely incredibly well but the times that I am up is because number one I am either afraid or I know I, I've got to have my guard or my sensor up about something I don't know what it is but mm. the intuition will tell you and sometimes you do know what it is and you've got to be up thinking processing on how to protect it. And number two, I'm up because I'm goal-oriented. I'm thinking about those needs, as I talked about on the last last week, uh, those needs that I have, and I've got to get into those needs. So those those my, my, my fears and my desires is what keeps me up at night. So right while we're doing this interview right now, I'm going to let Pastor Murray go. Our, 
our nephew and Mr. Buck's son, uh, Trey Bugs, uh, of the uh, singing group Wave Pop, just walked in. He's a young man. How old are you, sir? Uh, just turned 20 last He's month. 20 years old. He has a, um, a group um, with a, another guy's name, Lana. And what's your, what's your Instagram? Uh, our Instagram is Wave Pop, W-A-V-3-P-O-P. Yeah, so about 40, 45,000 followers. This young man is an entrepreneur, the son of a mogul, and um, and uh, he's getting ready to catch a flight back to uh, L.A. right now to go to go back and do his business. I told you guys we were not in the studio. We're just in the living room chopping it up. And um, and maybe some of you all are young out there. And um, and um, I was talking to Trey yesterday, and um, man, this is like a nephew to me. And and he and I have shared tears together. Um, because he's in that stage where some of you all are right now in between not yet and already. And uh, when you're in between those places, uh, you, you get confused and, and you don't know whether you should go back or whether you should go forward. And I tell you, if you're in the middle of anything, you're just as far from where you came from uh, to where you're going. So you might as well go forward. Trey, if there's somebody who's 20 years old and who's listening right now and they're confused about life and confused about the future, um, and, and don't know whether they're going up or, or down, whether they're losing their mind or whether they've got what it takes. What would you say to a young person uh, who's trying to push and find uh, their niche in life? Um, first thing I would say is, is you, you, sometimes you got to slow down and speed up. And I've learned that, and I've had that conversation with my pops. And that's one thing I've, I've learned of, of late that has really helped me because I was moving so fast but in so many different directions, without any real, without any real, um, without any real one direction, you know what I mean? And I was spreading myself very thin. Mm -hmm. And and then I also I realized that your team is just as important as you, mm. because you can be, I can be the best, I can be the best singer, I can be the best dancer, I can be the best whatever in the world. But at the end of the day, I'm going to need somebody that is 100% invested into, into the same goals as I am to be able to get to where I'm trying to go. Because there's going to be things that I'm not going to be able to do that I need someone else to do. And if your team is not on the same page as you, 100%, it's, it's not going to work. It, it's, it's not. That's, that's, that's one thing I've, I've really learned and I'm a strong believer in. And energy is real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, if, and if you have bad energy around you, the more bad energy you have around you and the longer you stay in the company of bad energy, the, the, the dimmer your energy is going to be. All right. That's, That's good. good. <clears throat> Trey, man, nephew. Yes, I love what you just <laughs> said, man. I love what you said. The only difference between a king and a prince is time. Ooh. And sometimes you have to walk. And if you walk, you get there faster. I love what you said. I totally agree with that, man. Mm -hmm. That is that is amazing. The only difference between a king and a prince is time. Mm -hmm. And you think you can run there, but you when see when you run, you have you fall and you have to start over and you make mistakes. I learned that I got a ten thousand dollar printer next to a sink <laughs> that can splash water and ruin it because I was going too fast. And I learned that if you slow down and walk. <laughs> You get there faster. Mm -hmm. And what keep me up at night is pressure. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the weight, I love that you was, uh, Mr. Bugs, you was just honest about the fear. And it's the pressure and anxiety of the task at hand. But I've learned that it's, it's important, and I agree, because I use it. I use that pressure. And I use that fear as fuel mm -hmm. to push me to where I want to go. And the other thing that keeps me up at night is 
the planning and executing. I think the earlier in the morning, sometimes for me, up at night is 3 a.m., early mm -hmm. morning time. That's when our thoughts are the purest. That's when our, that's when everything is more accurate. I can be more focused. And that's when I'm up planning, praying, figuring out how I'm going to execute the task at hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've learned over the years to use it, you know. And one thing I learned about God is he wastes nothing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. tough experiences, hard experiences, pressure, fear, anxiety, mm -hmm. all of those things are not always bad if you know how to use them and assimilate them right in your mm -hmm. life. So what, I've, what I'm learning to do is assimilate those, those feelings and those desires and to use it as fuel. So by the time I leave the house, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I've, I've spoken to my fear. Mm -hmm. I've commanded my fear. You know, I've spoken to my desires. I've kept them in check and in line. I've reevaluated, re you know, first I said revalue. Now I've reevaluated my, my, my reasonings. For mm -hmm. me, the way my mind and my brain works is I always have to, I always have to ask myself the why. Why am I doing it? Because sometimes, I love it, Trey, sometimes it's not about, sometimes it's about the right questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, you know, about team building and things like that. So for me, that's it, man. And I, I'm just, I'm excited about what's going on too. Mm -hmm. one, one of the things that I learned, um, and let me say two things. Number one, it'll show you guys who are listening how congruent um, the, the laws of success are because Trey walks into a room seven days later after Pastor Murray starts another talk and says, the best thing you can do is get started. And then we commented on how uh, dangerous it is to start too many things at once. And then you got a young man who says that I am not uh, necessarily reaching my goals as fast as I wanted to because I was spread out. I was everywhere. In other words, what he was saying is I started everything and completed nothing. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Bugs comes behind and says, well, you know, I've started several things, but let me tell you, the successful completion of those things uh, is what brings about the success. And so we haven't rehearsed this. We haven't talked about this. We're sitting here freestyling in the living room. But but that's what laws and principles do. They, mm -hmm. They're yep. just inerrant. They work. Doesn't matter if we were in Thailand. It, did, it doesn't matter if we were in L.A. It wouldn't matter if we were in Australia. What we are saying works. Uh, and so I, I hope you are listening to this. Let me ask you all another question. And, and I'll, feel free to just jump in. What are, what are some of your success habits? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I would say... Um, one of my biggest success habits is a visualization and dream building. Um, I, I, I am I am one that I I see it in my mind the way that I want it to happen, um, and the way that I picture it happen happening, and and so that's one main habit that I have out out of everything. You know, I tell people that you don't get what you want, you get what you picture. <laughs> you know. And, yeah, because, because, right. because when you think that. about it, because here, here's the, all right, here's the thing right now, it's the holiday time. OK, we, it, it's coming up to be Christmas and around December the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 26th, everybody's going to start thinking about what New Year's resolutions. And guess what it's going to be? It's going to be the exact same New Year's resolutions for about 99 percent of people listening right now that they had the last five years. They want to lose weight. They want to make more money. They want to get in better shape. They want to stop smoking. They want to go to church more. They want to be a better dad. They want to be a better mom. And guess what? Five years later, eight years later, 10 years later, they got exactly what they pictured wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. So they pictured wanting to do it instead of having the picture of it being completed. And so they don't understand that they're actually successful 
oh. at being average. Ooh. Okay. So some people think that when I don't accomplish my goal, I fail. No, not accomplishing your goal sometimes is success because you pictured yourself wanting it, That's which means right. that you didn't picture yourself having it. So my habit is picturing the things uh, that, that, that I set down, that I write down, and I picture it, and I can see it so clear. So when you guys came over to the house and you said, man, I, I, uh, you know, before it was done, you heard me describe it. You heard me mm -hmm. tell you exactly what was going to be here, how this wall was going to be mm -hmm. in grave detail. And so you should be able to express your future, in de uh, ex express the successes of your future in grave detail. If you can't, that means you're just picturing wanting it. So I that's what one time you told me you have to be able to, uh, it's the difference between uh, standard definition and high definition. You got to be able to see all of the colors, all of the corners, all of the hues. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, 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 I mean, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big, big, for me, that is my biggest thing there. And for me, it's uh, long-term determination. Most people can be determined for a short term. Hmm. Do you know that a drip of water can burrow through a granite rock? being consistent mm -hmm. wow. finding this rhythm being determined and being consistent wow. and so for me it's cons i have a mean determination and that and determined to be consistent determined to be fulfilled and determined to be accurate and for me that's it and i always think about that water like wow uh, over time a, a drip of water can burrow through granite a granite stone incredible just because it's consistent. And you just said a word that Trey and I talked about uh, the last time we spoke. You remember that word uh, about being consistent and rhythm. You remember yeah. we talked about rhythm. Yeah. And again, mm -hmm. without rehearsing it, these words just keep coming up because we're all living by these same principles. I was telling Trey that when um, there is stem cell research and cells are introduced to a new host, a new body, I said when, when that rejection happens, it's because the cells didn't find the rhythm and that, that the healing happens whenever those cells find the rhythm. And the way you know that you are in rhythm with things that have been introduced, whether it is energy or whether it is people, is that wherever there is rhythm, there is a lack of sickness. Wherever there is rhythm, there is a lack of pain. Even in an alkaline state and body, that's all rhythm. Um, if there is acidic versus the alkaline, then, then you'll have sickness. And so everything is about rhythm. And, and we said this, and I'm not saying this to be graphic, it is true that if you get a group of women in the same room, uh, all of their menstrual cycles will find the rhythm of the most dominant personality. It happens in the human world and it happens in the animal world because all of life is about rhythm. Um, uh, the, the, the stars in the sky, the, 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 the protons and the neutrons and all of that, all of that is about, <clears throat> is about rhythm. And I think that we're creating a rhythm here uh, that some of you all are right now, you may be in your living room like us. Or you may be in your car, you may be in your office, uh, and you've got your headphones in, and something is jumping inside of you saying, yes, that's exactly yeah. mm -hmm. what yeah. I needed to yeah. hear. That's rhythm. Mm -hmm. Others may say, ah, this wasn't that good, and, and they turn it off. And, and I would have used to been of the frame of mind, oh, my God, it wasn't good enough. But now I know that they just don't have the same rhythm and, and that, that you don't change the message. Mm -hmm. um, you just keep, the, yeah, you just keep mm -hmm. steady, and, and then the people who have that same frequency, that's the word you used. Uh, Trey's a music guy, he said, a note is a frequency, and when people find frequency, they find harmony. You said something yesterday about music. You said that a note is a, 
It's a frequency. It's a frequency, and a chord is three notes, three or more notes put together. Right, and so and the chords are the things that we listen to, right? Those are the changes in music. Yeah, it's like chords are is one of the changes. Okay. So the, there's there's chords, and then when you have a melody, that's only one note. Okay. So that's one note at a time. You're going from one note to one note, but then the chord is three or more notes put together. So a chord could be three notes, or it could be seven. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? So, so you're looking, man, isn't that amazing that the Bible talks about uh, having a faith that is as strong as a chord, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And, and so, and I think that, that the more people in your life that you have a rhythm with and the more connectivity you have, uh, that, that a chord is no stronger than its, than its weakest link, right? Mm -hmm. And so that, uh, that we've got to find those people that we have melody with that we have rhythm with, that we that we can transpose life with. And, and that's why this circle here uh, with the son and, and three friends is so strong mm -hmm. uh, because we all talk the same language. And for those of y'all who are listening, I wanted to just kind of let you eavesdrop uh, on conversations that we have every yeah. day. Like, <laughs> every day. This, this ain't just right. for you guys. Right. I mean, guys, don't we do this all the time? Around all the time. All the time. I tell people, listen, if you're not having these type of conversation with your friends, it's one of two things. You either need to change the conversation or you need to change the friends. And so some of you are going to have to make the change with the friends because the ones that you have are not equipped to have these conversations. And it doesn't mean when I say change your friends, that doesn't mean you tell them, hey, I'm not your friend anymore. I can't. But you've got to uh, you, you've got to develop the power of what I call limited association. See, there's people right now. You know, uh, uh, you know, we've got Pastor Keon, we've got my son Trey here, and we've got uh, Pastor Anthony Murray here. Uh, there's people that I can be around for five minutes, but I can't give them an hour. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying that, that, okay, I am better. It's just that over the course of a period of time, I've made better choices with my time, and I'm not going to allow my time to qualify for your message. And so I can be with you for five minutes, but not an hour. There's people that I can have dinner with for an hour, but I, I can't give them a whole day. And then there's people I can give a day, uh, but I can't spend the night with them. I, we, we can't be at the same place for more than 24 hours. And so the, the higher, the higher uh, uh, your goals and, and the, bigger, the better your circle becomes, you'll start to notice that you should be able to associate with people that you can't stand to see them leave. And, and when they leave, you feel like, man, they're leaving. And why are they leaving now? I wish the day was longer. I wish the week was longer. I wish we had more time together. Because I'll never forget when I was on my way, but I was not there. I was hanging around a lot of people. I was like, you know, what time are they leaving? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What yeah. time are they leaving? And so, um, but, but these are the type of conversations that... That, that one should have because iron sharpens iron and you're not, as Trey said, you, you, your team is just as important and you're not going to be able to get there by yourself. So you've got to have somebody else that stimulates you. I, I went to uh, Pastor Murray's uh, uh, service and I'm still stuck with that message uh, that, that you taught when I, went to, when I went to your church. And, uh, and that was, you know, don't marry the, the method, marry the mission. And, and it was just, it was perfect for me for where I was at that time. And I tell you, you can learn from anyone. I learned just as much from the people that I teach, okay, than I actually learn in terms of quantity of knowledge than I learned from my coaches and mentors. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it's, 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 you, you, most people think you, 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 your, your learning source is only gonna be uh, from, from, from above. No, 
Uh, my learning source is, is just as much from the people that I've coached and mentored and watching them put things into action, okay? I watch them put things into action and I watch their successes and I watch their mistakes and I get, I get just as much knowledge uh, from them. Now, from mentors, I gain wisdom. Uh, but I learn a whole lot from people that I've taught. And let me tell you guys, he just said something about one of the differentiations that I try to make in life all of the time, and that is that there is a difference between wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge Big is difference. the accumulation of information, but wisdom is the correct usage mm -hmm. of that information you've accumulated. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are a lot of people who have wisdom, uh, excuse me, knowledge, but didn't exercise wisdom. Exactly. And um, and so so please know the difference between those. Just just something else before we wrap up. Any books that you guys read that uh, you want to suggest that our audience should read uh, to enhance their growth? I'll give you my book. My, 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 the book that has resonated with me the most, and I'm going to give not only the book, I'll give him the chapter, uh, because I've probably read this book about 15, 16 times, <clears throat> uh, and I'm, I'm a very slow reader, and I don't, I don't read a whole lot of books, but I read a lot of chapters. <clears throat> but the book is The Master Key to Riches by Napoleon Hill, very, very old book. And um, there's a chapter uh, called uh, a, you know, a Definiteness of Purpose. And uh, when I focused and, and found that chapter in my life, I reread it and reread it and reread it. And every time I reread it, it's different. It's, it's like he went in and he rewrote the book. Uh, but it's not really that. It's just that I'm growing. And when I'm growing, I see the book or that chapter from a different perspective. And so for me, I can tell you, uh, if they took all the books outside of the Bible and say, hey, listen, we've got to destroy them all. You got one to keep. That's the one that I, that's the chapter I keep. And that's the book that I keep. And for me, it's uh, uh, the power of the subconscious mind. Um, I'm trying to think of the author's name. It's eluding me right now. That's one of my favorite books um, that I like to talk about and read about. He talks about how, um, how your spirit has infinite wisdom mm -hmm. and how to look at things from within. So many things that God has downloaded, he's downloaded into us already. And that, that book kind of taught me not to always look outward, but there's a lot of answers that's inward. And so, uh, man, I can't, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's, it's an amazing book. You know, but this is the thing I tell people, Doc, is that if they're interested enough, they'll go find it. You shouldn't have to spoon feed them all the information. Because I can yeah. tell you right now, you let my mentor mention the first word of a book, I'm looking for it. You, you don't have to give, you don't have to give. See, if right now, if he's got to give you everything, if y'all are listening, if he's got to give you the book, he's got to give you the title, he's got to give you the reference number on where to find it, which website, which bookstore, you might not be hungry enough and it's not going to do for you what it did for him. But hopefully we listen. Hopefully right now there's somebody listening who's saying, I'm just, with these four gentlemen right at who's accomplished something, I, let them just give me a hint of success and I'll go find the rest of it. I, I don't need you to lay everything out for me on a silver plate. I, I don't want to hijack your book. No, there, no, right no, there, no, no, no. I appreciate but, it. I'm but, already, I'm already downloading true. both books that you all right. said in Audible right now. That's so what I'm talking about. The two books that I would recommend uh, is a book called The Power of Nine. Mm. Uh, by uh, Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you all something. That book has changed my life because let me tell you, I don't care how old you are. If you're listening to me right now, the only time you have is now. You've never had a past and you've never had a future. It became that after it was now. Mm -hmm. And so that book has changed my life. The other book that really changed my life was a book called The Speed of Trust uh, by Stephen mm -hmm. Covey. 
And uh, the tagline that I remember in that book was that whenever trust is high, cost is low. Mm. And whenever cost is low, it is because trust is high. And whenever people can trust your product, trust your mind, trust your advice, mm. trust anything about you, uh, then the price for your advice, for your goods and service goes up. Now, if your goods and services are subpar and uh, someone is hurt because of a product, service, or personality, then you're going to have to spend lots of money in public relations to change the mind of a person, thereby making the cost higher because the trust has gone so low. So uh, we, we're going to wrap up today. Um, I think we need to do this again. Uh, we'll do it somewhere in the future, maybe a few months down the line, and uh, get this group of individuals back together. As a matter of fact, I think we need to get uh, our other friend, uh, Mr. Johnny Wimbry, uh, down on this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> blow your mind. Any final thoughts, Jim? Man, I, I, the final thought I'm going to give him is this right here. Guys, if y'all are listening right now to this message, uh, on podcasts or however it is that you listen. This is what my recommendation is. My, my recommendation is, is that you take the time once we complete this session here and you find five friends, your, fr your so-called friends on Facebook, Instagram, whatever gram we use, and you forward this podcast to them and let them know this is where they need to tune in and recommend this podcast to them so that you can spread this word, this great message right now. Uh, that's my final thought because this information right here, see, we've paid a very, 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 very high price to give this information freely. And, uh, but one of the things I know about free information is sometimes it's not valued. I, I really sometimes wish that we can put like a, a $5,000 per listening session because that would actually be a discount based off of what we've gone through. Wow. Uh, but guys take five, five people. And, and that you think of right now, that you know who could benefit from this information here and forward them this podcast and recommend it and get more of this information out there to people so we can circulate it. Yeah, I agree. I spent, I spent tens of thousands of dollars in my education in terms of connection and investments. You spent way more than that. I know you spent way more than that. What I want to say, <laughs> say is, if everyone who's listening, what Pastor Keon is offering and what he's doing, you need to connect to it. I believe you become what you're connected to. You need to make an investment in yourself. This is one of the keys to success or being becoming successful is investing. And so many people want things, something for nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know somebody's listening to me right now saying, I know I can have it. You feel it. You're ready. You got the drive. Connect with what Pastor Keon Henderson is doing because God is using him to do some amazing things. He's a world shaker, generation shifter. Connect to him. That's it. I definitely, I, I want to agree with the last, I, I want to agree with, with what you said, man. Um, Pastor Keon has so much power. He's one of the most powerful men I've ever met in my entire life. And the the message that he's sharing and, and, and his his drive and what he has going and, and what he's, he, he wants to, to give off and be a light to, to people. Take that light in. Take as much of it in as possible because there's not, there's no other place you're gonna get what you're getting here. Right. It, I mean, it's, it's really that simple. He, he has the power to change, change lives in, in, in a matter of minutes, one conversation. You know, one word can change the whole way you look at things. And, mm -hmm. And he has the knowledge, the wisdom, and and he has the way of delivering it to where if you if you open your ears, you open your heart, you open your mind, you're gonna get something. Uh -huh. Wow. 
But nephew, I thank you for that. My, my final thought would be this, as we sit in this living room with a dog named Jet, <laughs> uh, who has been rich his entire life. And y'all should see this dog. He, I promise you, Jet has at least 15 babies. I, I knew that's where you were going. I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> he's looking at you now, now too, look. It looks like he's in the Fendi bed right now. This kid, this dude, he owns this house. He does whatever he wants to do. But here's my final thought. There is a voice in the room you have not heard. Her steps have been tracing the floor for the last 20 minutes. She's, she started out looking around the corner peeping, and now she's about 15 feet closer sitting. It's the youngest daughter of Castor Murray. Her name is Jade. And if you knew her, you'd know that she's extremely hungry. And you'd know that she has a desire to be great. Do what she did. Whenever information is being disseminated, I want you to find yourself like a fly on the wall. And she wasn't sure if she was invited. So first she peeked. And then she got a little bolder and she says, they're not gonna have to invite me. I'm just gonna <laughs> invade the space. And now in this living room that's probably 30 yards deep, <laughs> she's found a way right in front of this microphone with a humble spirit, a beautiful face, the, the proud, proud daughter of, a, of an extraordinary man. His name is Jade Murray. Uh, she's uh, studying dance right now, and I want you to do what she did. Just continue to creep in rooms you're not invited into, and just continue to peep around the corner and listen. Eat what's for you, throw off the plate what is not. And here's the most beautiful thing. Once we recognized she was there, her father waved to her and said, have a seat. Because God always has somebody in the room that will wave you in and give you access and to have a seat. Jay, say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. That <laughs> is you. We wrap up. We thank you so much for taking action uh, with Keon. And uh, we can't wait to see you or hear you again on next Friday. Hit me up on Instagram at Pastor Keon. Hit Pastor Murray up, underscore, Anthony Murray. Holton Bugs, H-O-L-T-O-N, Holton Bugs. Where you <clears throat> Say that again. W-A-V, W-A-V, 3-P-O-P. And Jay, what's yours? T-H-E-M-Y-A-J-A-D. Don't holla at my niece, y'all. We love you so much. Jay, holla at the Friends and colleagues, it's time to take action and subscribe to this podcast. Follow Kian Henderson on social media at Pastor Kian. Visit the website daily for lifestyle, leadership, and learning at kianhenderson.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep doing life.